Hello, hello, I'm Lise Marie, and welcome to the Macro Coach Pro Podcast. Over the last seven years, I've scaled my macro coaching business to transform hundreds of women's lives with a balanced lifestyle approach to health and fitness. And now I'm helping online coaches like you do the same. I'll be sharing my secrets and industry-leading strategies with you. Whether you're on a personal fitness journey or looking to get epic results for your clients, the Macro Coach Pro podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We are talking about one of my favorite topics today, and that is macros. So if you've been living under a rock or maybe you're new here, you will know I am a die-hard macro coach. I uh, coach macros. I track macros. I've been doing this whole macro thing since like 2014, 15, like before it was cool. (laughs) Um, But we're going to go over something that kind of might ruffle some feathers because I'm actually going to talk about the need to actually not track macros forever and like what does that look like and when do you stop why should you stop and why do i still track and like why do i advocate for others not still tracking and and all the things so thank you for being here as always um i think it's really important to view macros in a couple of different ways so the main thing I want everyone to get out of this podcast is tracking macros is a nutritional strategy. Okay. What I mean by that is it is a route to get to a goal. So let's say you have a weight loss goal, right? Tracking macros pretty much guarantees that you will get there because you are literally weighing your food to the gram. You are tracking everything that you put in your mouth into a food app and you're seeing how many calories you have, right? And again, that guarantees that you are actually in a calorie deficit, which will allow you to lose weight. And so tracking macros is a route to get there. Same with if you have a physique goal. Let's say you want to build muscle or even recomposition your body where you build muscle and lose body fat at the same time. Or let's say you want to go into a full-on build where we're actually eating in the surplus. You track macros as well as a nutritional strategy to ensure you're actually eating enough, right? Because in the calorie deficit, we need to make sure we're not eating too much. In the recomp or the build phase, we track macros to make sure that we are getting enough food, especially if you're in a build and you're eating in a little bit of a calorie surplus, your body is not going to really feel hungry that often, but you might need to eat a little bit more to put on that good weight and tracking macros allows that to happen. And so I think it's really important to remember We don't need to always be in a phase where we're either losing weight or gaining muscle. We can be in this beautiful phase of just wanting to maintain our body and being really happy and confident and feeling at home in that. And I think that's where a lot of people misconstrue a fitness journey is like, oh, it's so always normally tied to a goal. 
right? Like, oh, I'm on a fitness journey, so that must mean I want to lose weight. Or, oh, I'm going to the gym, so that must mean I want to gain muscle. Or I'm, you know, on this, you know, nutrition program, so that means I want to change my body in some way. And while there's nothing wrong with that, and like that is a majority of why people enter fitness programs and go to the gym and, you know, do nutrition programs to either lose weight or gain muscle. I'm not against that. Like, that's my job, right? But we don't always need to be in a cycle of doing that. And so where people can get kind of not wrong, but kind of can misconstrue macros is, you know, they say, oh, you know, macros, you know, you shouldn't have to track food for the rest of your life. And, you know, it can become this obsessive thing. And it can if you view it as something that you're always going to have to do. And so what's really important to realize is, okay, we track to get to a goal. Once we get to that goal, the goal is to eventually be in maintenance, right? So let's say you have a weight loss goal. And let's say you just want to lose, you know, 20 pounds, whatever. Okay, we track macros till we get to that goal. Then we spend a couple weeks reverse dieting you back up to maintenance calories. Because let's say your maintenance calories, right, the amount you just need to maintain your current weight, let's say that's 2,000. Now, let's say you wanted to lose weight and your coach brings that down to like 1,500, 1,600, whatever. Once you want to stop dieting, once you get to your goal weight, we spend a couple weeks in our program reverse dieting our clients back up to like that 2000 example number because we don't want to keep losing weight we don't want to be dieting forever and so that all happens through tracking macros to ensure okay i'm not eating i'm not under fueling anymore and i can safely get up back to my new maintenance without putting on a lot of weight and without rebounding But then once you're at that 2000 calorie number again, do you have to track? Well, there's pros and cons. So short answer is no, you do not. Because the idea is that you're at this maintenance amount of calories, right? And you can really see, okay, I know what 2000 calories feels like. I know when I'm being underfed. I know when I'm being overfed. I I feel really good with knowing how much I need to eat per day. And you get really comfy with that goal. And you're at maintenance. So there's there's no feeling of being hungry like you would in a deficit, right? Because when you're in a deficit, we are purposefully under eating. And so, yeah, you might feel a little hungry sometimes. And that's okay. That's normal. That's actually part of being in a calorie deficit and kind of a good sign that you are in one when you feel a little bit hungry. On the reverse side of that, let's say you're in a calorie surplus and, you know, or maybe you even want to recomp and you're kind of eating at this maintenance amount, but like you're really making sure that you get enough protein in and carbs and fats and your macros are on point. Like, There might be days where you don't feel hungry or you don't really want to eat more protein, but because you're tracking macros, you see, okay, well, I'm still under on my protein goal or I still haven't hit my calorie goal. And, you know, people sometimes ask, well, if I haven't hit my macros and I'm just really not that hungry, like, should I still eat? It's like, well, what's the goal, right? Do we want to build muscle or are you okay just kind of maintaining where you're at? If you want to build muscle, 
you know, we need to be fueling our body appropriately to do that. And sometimes our hunger cues are not in line with what our calories should be, especially if we have been overeating or maybe we're in a build and we're eating in a surplus, like your body is not going to feel hungry a lot of the time. So that's where tracking macros comes in, right? Where you can, it, it really basically tells your body what it needs, even if you don't feel hungry or even if you don't feel full. Um, and that's, that's the beauty of it, right? It's this guaranteed way to track. But once we get to that goal, right? Once you've gotten to your goal weight, once you are happy with the amount of muscle you have and you just want to maintain, that is a beautiful time to not have to track macros forever. I, I, I really don't believe that we should be creating this, like, I don't know, stigma of, of macros being this like lifestyle and just like what we do, like, because it's not right. Weighing your food, tracking all your food in an app. That's, that's a, that's a season of life that we get, that we have to get to a a certain goal. I don't envision you or me when we're 80 years old playing with our grandkids in the backyard and we're like, oh, Johnny, come in for lunch. You know, I I need you, your favorite, blah, blah, blah. And you're sitting there with, you know, your grandkid, Johnny, and you're in my fitness pals. It's like 80 year old trying to track your macros. Hell no, we are not doing that. Right. But because you have tracked macros, because you have logged your food, because you understand what appropriate amount of calories feels like for your body, you can have that intuitiveness to eating. And that needs to be taught. A lot of intuitive eaters and intuitive eating coaches say, well, you know, intuitive eating, listen to your body, right? What does it need? What is it telling you? Obviously, it's going to tell you if you're hungry and then you should eat. But what if you're trying to lose weight and you're in a calorie deficit and you're purposefully not hungry, right? Like that's part of being in a deficit. Should you just eat then? No, because then you're not going to lose any weight. Same with someone who has maybe is super busy. I see this with moms all the time. You're busy. You're getting your kids ready. You're eating snacks on the go. You're eating their leftover goldfish. The end of the day comes and all you haven't really fed yourself. And you say, oh, well, I'm not, I wasn't even hungry, right? I didn't even stop to think of food because I was so busy. Well, is that is that intuitive eating? Is that listening to your body? No. Or you know, people who don't just don't get hungry in the morning, so they just don't eat breakfast, right? So th- this intuitive eating comes with, we, we need to learn what our body needs. Because while you may not feel hungry because your hunger cues are messed up from skipping breakfast all the time or running around, you know, and, and not stopping to think and fuel yourself, like, of course, we're not going to feel hungry. And that's where tracking macros can come in and say, wow, like I've really only eaten 800 calories today, right? That's not even enough for a toddler or really like, I feel like my cat eats about that much. And so for a full grown woman, especially if you're working out on top of that or wanting to build muscle on top of that, like, you know, we need to be eating more. And so if you haven't tracked macros or you've never even tracked macros at your maintenance calorie amount, you really don't know what it feels like to fuel yourself appropriately. 
If you've always been dieting or you've always been building or you've always just not been tracking, you have no idea what it really intuitively feels like to eat your calorie amount. So do you need to track macros forever? No. Do and should we track macros to just get a sense of what our maintenance amount should be and and how it feels to be fueled appropriately and properly? Hell yes. So one of the things we do in our program, we have a three-week phase out of macro tracking. This is once someone has reached their goal and has a really good sense of how much they should be eating to maintain their weight. They have a good sense of how much protein and how much you know, what it feels like to actually consume an adequate amount of of protein, what it feels like to consume an appropriate amount of carbohydrates, and they have a good sense of what it feels like to consume an appropriate amount of fats and fiber and vegetables. Once they feel that, yes, we phase out and we have a very specific process for this to have you feel comfortable and confident and not relying on a food scale and being confident in using your eyeballs to portion and not putting your food in an app. But we have to learn that, right? And we we won't always just instinctually know that in, until we have a phase of maintenance where we're at least tracking to, to understand what that feels like. And you will get the certain person like me, like, I still track my macros. I've tracked my macros for, you know, coming on a decade now. And, you know, to me, it's so ingrained and it's so habitual. Like it, it just doesn't phase me when I'm plating my food. I just plate my food on top of my food scale. And it's like not really an extra step. And I like that kind of data part of it, right? Of like, ooh, you know, like how close have I gotten to my protein goal? But there are so many days where I will wake up in the morning and I'll just eat breakfast, I'll eat lunch, and then for dinner I'll just kind of put everything I've ate for the day in and it pretty much matches up. Maybe for my dinner I'll add a little bit extra rice or a little bit extra chicken or maybe I'll have a protein shake, you know, before I go to bed if for some reason I was, you know, that off on my protein. But I can pretty much track in my head And so while I don't really need to track, I still do because I also have recomp goals. And some days I I really don't maybe want to eat as much as I should to build muscle because I can literally sit at my desk all day and work and check in with clients and make these podcasts and be on my Instagram and, and run my business and, you know, and be okay not eating. Like some days I'm just so in work mode that I'm, I don't even stop to think about food. And sometimes it's just easier not to eat to just like get my work done. And that's where tracking macros comes in for me. Cause I'm like, yo, I am held accountable because I know when I've been under eating and it's really important for me to not waste my time in the gym if I'm not fueling myself appropriately. So I track macros to hold myself accountable and to ensure that I'm getting the right amount of food. Does it happen every day? No. But does that mean I'm totally off on my macro goals? No, because I've tracked for so long. And you can get to this point too right? You can be so in tune with your, with your macros that you can basically track in your head and, you know, 
you know if you're under on calories or you can feel if you're under on protein. And that comes with time. You know, I would say six months with really dedicated macro tracking, you know, you can become an expert in it. It does not take years like this to do that. Um, But that's the reason why I track macros still, because I have recomp goals and I just, I really care about eating enough. And for me, I like that assurance of like, okay, I ate enough, but I can go on vacations. I can have weeks off. I can, you know, travel, I can eat out and I can still pretty much hit my macros, even if I'm not tracking them. So whether you track forever is, is totally up to you, but I think the, the end goal for everyone should be to track macros at a level where they are really just maintaining and they really understand what it feels like to be at that maintenance amount. And it almost hurts my soul sometimes when clients get to their goal weight in our program and then they're like, thanks so much for your help. Like, you know, I, I'm good now. I've reached my goal. I'm done with coaching. Goodbye. That makes me really sad because that girl, that woman has never actually experienced macro tracking in a way where she's literally now, she just gets to maintain, right? The only experience she's had with it is dieting, which is an experience of its own, right? You're you're more strict when you're dieting. You know, you have less macros to work with. You have to account for every single little thing because it it matters. Where in a maintenance phase of you tracking macros, there's more leniency, there's more flexibility, there's more calories to work with. Like there's a really cool difference in, you know, maintenance versus dieting versus reverse dieting versus building versus recomping, right? Every stage of macro tracking has its pros and cons. But I think maintenance is beautiful because again, you're just at your your goal and you're happy and you're like, okay, how do I maintain this, right? Like I've lost all this weight. I've built all this muscle. I've tracked all this time. How do I maintain this and like have my results stick? That is the number one question. I think so many people question whether they should lose, how to lose weight, how to gain muscle. But a huge part of the process is like, how do I maintain my results? And how do I just live and be and and, and be really good with where I'm at, I'm at and not always have to lose and gain those 10 pounds over and over again? And that's where, you know, tracking macros in a maintenance phase is this beautiful thing where you can really show yourself, this is how I track. And and this is, you know, this is how it feels like to properly fuel myself without that dieting component to it, without being so consumed with getting enough protein all the time if you're in a recomp or a build or you're trying to maintain all this muscle mass. And it's awesome. And you can build in, you know, so, so many fun foods and have all this flexibility. And then once you've been tracking for a while and and you understand how you feel, meals that work with that calorie amount, you know, you you get really, really in tune with your body. And, and then you know when you're underfeeding or overfeeding and it becomes this beautiful thing. So back to the original question, right? Do you have to track macros forever? No. You don't have to. Could you? Sure. Should you? Probably not, right? But 
You may always have to track macros to get to your goals if you're always dieting or you're always building or, you know, you you have never tracked at that maintenance amount, of course, right? And again, it's a nutritional strategy. It's not a lifestyle. It is a route that we take in our program to get to a goal weight. Some people track calories. Some people out there are on meal plans. Some people do these crazy 75 heart challenges, right? All of those are just nutritional strategies that try and get people to a goal. And macro tracking is one of them. Is macro tracking for everyone? No. Do I think everyone could learn how to track macros? Because it can be very easy for everyone, yes. But of course you have to put in the time and the patience and the effort to get proficient in it, right? And not and that's not for everyone. So, you know, before you decide to phase out of macro tracking or even give up on macro tracking, this is what I ask you. Try to just track macros in a maintenance phase and see how that feels. Sometimes we even have clients really learn the art of macro tracking before we even start dieting them. So they get really confident and comfortable with their tracking abilities and they get this experience with it without having the pressure of like, okay, I have to learn how to track my food and I also have to lose weight and get my steps and work out and all these things. Like you can come to our program, you can learn what macros are for you and what your macro should be for you to just be a healthy person. You don't have to have a weight loss goal. You don't have to have a physique goal of gaining muscle. You can literally just say, I want to learn how to be healthy and I want to learn about food and we will teach you about macros. You will track macros. You will learn about food and you will know how to stay and be and become and stay your, your healthiest self, which is awesome. And I don't think a lot of people do that, right? It's always just like, oh, I want to lose weight, so I have to track macros, or I want to gain muscle, so I have to track macros. And yes, those it's it's great for both of those things. Like I said, it's that guaranteed strategy to ensure you are eating exactly what you need to eat. And I think that's why I've tracked for so long is because it is that guaranteed route. But once you've done it for so long, you you can have your intuition with it. So that is my two cents on macros. Yes, I am a macro tracking advocate and a macro tracking coach, but I don't think people need to track forever. And I don't think that should be the expectation. If you are in a program, if you're tracking macros, there should be that educational component, right? Of like, why am I eating this many carbs? Why do I need this much protein? What is in certain foods? How do I time my meals? How do I sense if I'm hungry? What does a 600 calorie meal out feel like versus an 1000 calorie meal out feel like? What does it feel like to be underfueled? What does it feel like to be overfueled? What does it feel like to have a day where I literally eat no vegetables? Or what does it feel like to have too many carbs early on in the day, right? What are best choices for eating out? How might I navigate travel and while still hitting enough protein? So many questions, right? And so when you track macros, you learn all that. And it's it's such an amazing experience to make you become this wonderful person who has the knowledge of tracking macros and doesn't become dependent on it, right? But becomes 
a better, more mindful, more aware person of, of what you're putting in your mouth in order to make the best decisions moving forward. Because it's, it doesn't have to be this obsessive thing either. Because people track all the time and they become super obsessed with it, right? If I can't track it, then I'm not going to eat it. Or I have to track everything or all my goals are messed up. Or if I don't track perfectly, then the whole day is ruined. Like, that's also not what we're about. We take a more balanced approach than that. And I think that's where a lot of people get it wrong is they see it as this like all or nothing, or they see it as like, okay, well, I'm this macro tracker. Now everything has to be tracked. It's like, "Mm, we're tracking so you can learn and stay mindful and hit targets. But people also lost weight for years without tracking macros. So it is possible. Is it a guaranteed way to do it? No, but we don't have to become that obsessive with it. Um, you know, to, to see, to see progress with it and and to have it be a helpful tool because that's what it is. It's a tool. It's not an end all be all and it's not a lifestyle and it's, you know, it's really just a strategy to get to your goals. So if you are interested in learning more about macros or how to track them or what macros are, feel free to reach out to me in my DMs. I am here to help answer any questions you have and just, you know, kind of give you more of a take on maybe, you know, what macro tracking could look like for you based on your goals, your lifestyle, your experience. So reach out if you have any questions, but thank you for listening to today's episode. This was super fun to share with you all my perspective on macros. Hopefully this sheds some light on how you view macros and can help you make the decision whether to track macros forever for a period of time or, you know, making sure it's in a, in a good light for you to be able to get to your goals, but not become obsessive with it. So thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Congrats on finishing an episode of the Macro Coach Pro podcast. If you learned something new, share and tag me on Instagram. And don't forget to join the Macro Coach community on Facebook. You can click the link in the show notes. Until next time, bye friends.